Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have joining me Dr. Heather Norman Burdoff, Extension Specialist for Health and Nutrition. Welcome, Heather. Thank you. So today's topic is one that I think mm-hmm. um, it just plagues us everywhere, <laughs> and you've called it fad diets, but I really and truly feel like, you know, you just scroll through social media and you see mm-hmm. all kinds of either advertisements or promos or, you know, your yep. friends talking about yep. diets that they're on and just so many questions about, you know, is it healthy? What does the science say about them? Just all this kind of stuff kind of swirls in my brain when I see all these diets out there. So today we're really just going to kind of do a, a Q&A about fad diets and you're going to help us become a more informed consumer That's of my the goal. information we see out there. That's my goal. Let's start with just what's the definition? What is a fad diet? So you kind of hit the nail on the head because really these guys, they pop up out of nowhere and they really do establish a following very quickly, what it seems. But they're usually some imbalanced diet or specific food that's not nutritionally diverse or balanced, and it's promising some effect, right? So most commonly, it's going to be rapid weight loss or some quick health fix. Um, You may see that some even promise to change your biochemistry or restore balance or cleanse of something uh, along those lines. And these are things we normally don't talk about when we talk about a balanced diet and nutrition. So those are, that's kind of how you would identify or or label what a fad diet is. And they're usually touted as being like the best diet plan or having the most impact on some some type of health outcome, whether that is weight or cleansing you of toxins or something along those lines. And you you said that they establish a following so quickly. And that is sometimes I think what's really amazing to me Mm -hmm. is, you know, one day I've never heard about this diet or this diet plan. And then like it's the next day, it's all that anybody's talking about. Like, where did that come from? Right. Yeah, it's so true. So as a consumer of information or as an individual trying to figure out, you know, what might be a healthy eating plan for myself or my family, what might be red flags that I would want to look for when evaluating these diets? Yes, great question. And there are several of them. So hopefully if you don't catch all of this, you can go back to the show notes. But the first one is really if you are seeing a diet or a type of food that's promising a miracle cure or large weight loss in a really short amount of time. Okay, so that's going to be one of the first things that you're going to look at. And usually, like I mentioned, they're not a balanced diet because it's either treating a certain food or type of food as a magical or miracle food. And we really know that that really just isn't the case. Or it could be cutting out or eliminating a very specific food or a food group. So you kind of have one or the other. You need to consume a lot of one specific thing or you need to completely cut out another thing. It kind of goes both ways. They also may require bizarre amounts of a certain type of food or or food group. So first of all, I think that that would be incredibly boring. Right. But it could also long-term really lead to some nutritional deficiencies or other side effects because that's why we need a balanced diet because all the different food groups are really providing our bodies something that they need, right? So if we're eliminating something, we could be putting ourselves at risk for that. 
a lot of times they're very rigid or they have a, a very harsh approach to how much or how often you can have a certain food or a food group. And they may speak strongly about foods being good or bad. So you may see that there's a list of good foods or a list of bad foods. And we really don't want to think about food like that because it doesn't set up a healthy relationship overall for us with the food that we're eating. So that's something that may kind of be a red flag. So yeah, they may have a list of approved foods on this diet or whatever. We really try to stay away from that. And then another red flag is that many of these diets are promising substantial weight loss, but they never talk about physical activity, which we know is so important. Right, and goes hand in hand. Absolutely. And that's a critical piece when it comes to losing weight or maintaining a healthy weight. Um, And some will even go as far to say that you don't need physical activity if you're on this specific diet. So again, that would serve as a, a major red flag to me if that's not included. So how can an individual kind of protect themselves for falling for these fad diets? Because I do think sometimes, you you know, it can be attractive, but, and I guess it's one of those things that if it sounds too easy, it probably really Mm -hmm. is too easy or or not true. But how can we be a wise consumer? So I, like you just said, I think kind of asking yourself some of those simple questions. Does this seem too good to be true? Or, you know, is this something that I could follow forever? Is this feasible? Does this seem realistic? I think just questioning, just starting to kind of question some of those things, you're already putting yourself in a good place to kind of protect yourself. If someone's looking at a diet for weight loss as, as their goal, and I think sometimes you might see diets out there that say, oh, you could lose a pound a week or two pounds a week or five pounds in a week, whatever it may be, what is really and truly a realistic number that is safe for an individual to lose per week? When, when we're dieting? looking at per week, I would say around one pound, okay. one to two pounds is realistic. So really if anything were, promising more than that is, uh, yeah, is really? I think, you know, one pound a week is great kind of um, when you're thinking about some, when you're really focused on losing weight and maybe cutting back calories or exercising more, that kind of thing. Yeah. And again, this is always something that you can talk to your healthcare provider. It would be great if you could talk to a registered dietitian. I know they're not in all counties, but maybe a referral to a registered dietitian, especially if you have some underlying health conditions that are impacted by your diet specifically. So we don't want to just go off and try one of these fad diets when we have some other health conditions we need to take into consideration. And then kind of asking those same questions to yourself, you know, it's good to kind of question what does the research say? So instead of just seeing something and taking for what it's worth, just being a little curious about is there support from a scientific community for this specific diet? What is the source of the information? A lot of the times what we're going to see are personal testimonies for these health or for these fad diets that are promising these health claims. And that's great. And we want to value people's experiences. But at the same time, really from the scientific lens, we want to know, are there any studies that have been done that have shown positive effects? And hopefully more than one. We don't want just one one study. study, We want to see that this is applying to larger populations or larger groups, diverse samples, and things like that. And then also, if there was a study done, who supported that study. If the study to support these health claims came from the company or the individual who is marketing it, that's kind of a, a little bit of a red flag, right? Because we we know that they are going to want to shine this fad diet in a positive light. And so we can't say that that's truly not biased by 
a marketing strategy to show that there was some positive effect. So who supported the study? Where was the study taking place? If a lot of these studies you can find for free online. Yeah, it does take maybe some digging and searching and researching. Um, I think this is a place where the Extension Office actually could come in. You know, if you have some questions and you want some support for a specific fad diet that you found, you know, trying to see if we can actually see if there's any science backing it. Now, if there is, is it in humans? Because this is what happens a lot. We see a study that's done in animals, and then a lot of people try to just apply that to humans, and we can't do that. So they may be promising these health effects, but the study done to support it was done in mice or rats. And so we can't say that those same effects would be seen in a a human, right? So just kind of keep that in mind as well. That's a great tip because Mm -hmm. that's not something that I— would have maybe have initially thought to look for was was the research study conducted yep. on humans. So just kind of digging deeper, just kind of creating a, a critical eye and asking some of these questions because we really do want to be curious about what the science says about these things because we're applying it to our health and our nutrition, right? So we really want to be knowledgeable or try to be when it comes to making some of these big decisions about what food we're going to eat on a daily basis. Right. I know sometimes I'll see a diet, a particular diet advertised maybe on social media, and it will have a supplement or a shake or something Mm -hmm. that they want you to purchase along with being on the diet. Is that necessarily a red flag, the fact that there's additional items to purchase? Yeah, it could be. So just think about if that is a good why, or like a wise choice of using your money, but not it's not always the case. So I wouldn't say every fad diet does have a supplement right. or something, a shake along those lines, but a lot of them do. And is that something that if you were considering doing, you would want to get your healthcare absolutely. professional to absolutely. kind of re- review what Anytime. the nutritional yeah. value of whatever that supplement is? And, and that be. it's a this is a good place to bring up that a lot of those supplements aren't necessarily regulated by the Food and Drug Administration, so we really don't know. Um, we're truly relying on that specific organization or company that's providing that to us that it has been quality tested right. and all those types of things. We don't know. So, yeah, just be buyer beware a little bit about how you use your money in that case. So let's wrap up by talking about what should a healthy diet look like? Yeah. So I I do think that a lot of these fad diets really kind of overcomplicate what our diet should look like on a daily basis. So really, we want a balanced diet with foods from all food groups, and then also including that physical activity component that's left out so often. You want to kind of stay within your specific calorie needs and basing your diet around whole grains, fruits and vegetables as much as possible, a variety of protein options, and dairy foods as well. Um, And you can certainly find more information about what a balanced diet looks like at your county extension office. Great. All good information. Thanks for joining us today, Heather. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.